0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is Episode 749 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you, one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Fleeceworks TheraWool Saddle Pads. Hi, Coach Jen here and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Team Fleeceworks rider, former eventer and current extreme cowgirl, Robin Bond. Tune in as we discuss some rather dressage-sounding skills that fit well into the repertoire of riders who don't even compete in dressage, and we'll get to that right after this message from Fleeceworks. Mm-hmm. Judy, I've been hearing a lot of good reports about this new TheraWool product line that you ad- introduced earlier this year. Tell us what's going on there.
0: It's basically opened a whole new uh, customer base for us, and it's made the product affordable for people maybe who either didn't want to use sheepskin because it does require a little bit more maintenance, the sheepskin does, than the wool, or people that just couldn't make that stretch. So it's, it's been great. It's, you know, it's really, really durable, as the tagline says is great for daily use, beautiful enough for show.
1: And I think that really explains it all in a nutshell because it is a lovely pad to look at and feel and yes. but yet it's still an affordable pad that you can go to you can literally go to the Olympics in this saddle pad.
0: Yes. We worked really hard to make sure that we developed the right density and the right length and so it took us about a year to get everything exactly right. And to make sure that when you washed it, that it didn't felt up or, or turn real hard or ball up. And it, it's a proprietary blend of product the way we've done this to make it work.
1: Quality saddle pads from Fleeceworks. So, folks, when you go to your local tax store, Ask for Fleeceworks TheraWool pads by name. And if your local tax store doesn't have them, tell them that they need to speak with Judy at Fleeceworks. Just go to fleeceworks.com and you'll find all of our contact information there. And thanks for stopping by again, Judy, and keeping us up to date on what's going on over there.
0: The Western Dressage. Very neatly into even a casual trail rider's life. For instance, at the low levels and the upper levels of, of any type of dressage, transitions must occur at specific locations. And I believe that every person who rides a horse needs to be able to have that horse transition up or transition down precisely where he asks that horse to do so. In trail riding, people do it without even thinking about it. You're riding along the trail, a turn is coming up, you need to rebalance your horse, perhaps you're in a gentle lope and and the turn's sharp and you're going to transition at a very specific point down to your jog or your trot or even all the way to a walk in order to negotiate a turn or a fallen tree or a bicyclist or any of those things. A lot of our trails are shared right now, and it's very important for you to be able to be moving down the trail and realize that there's oncoming traffic of some kind, and you're going to need to leg-yield your horse over three to six feet in order to allow that person to pass, and those are dressage moves, and those are the things that people need to be thinking about when they're riding on the trails every single day.
1: I get to do that a lot because there's, I pass a lot of cars when I ride every day. And mm-hmm. the ones who aren't from the neighborhood here have a tendency to be um, a little fast and they don't mm-hmm. always give you a wide berth. So being able to leg yield quickly and efficiently uh, is essential for me here. So uh, you've got a very good point because I don't compete anymore. I just trail ride and fox hunt nowadays. But mm-hmm. an important skill... Um, how about as you move up the levels and you get into the impulsion and the lengthening and the shortening of the gates and the and let, probably less so the lateral work, how is the ability to lengthen and shorten your horse's frame and lengthen and shorten his stride going to be useful for your Western riders and even your Western pleasure horses? I suspect that those mm-hmm. kinds of skills can be useful for him too.
0: Absolutely when you're on a trail ride with a group of people or you are riding in arena in an arena showing with another with a group of riders, you need to be able to navigate the traffic, space your horse appropriately in the trail so that you are safe in the show arena so that you can show your horse to his best advantage It's not a good thing to have your horse. Rating out in front of somebody, you know, galloping too big and strong on the trail. And in the in the arena, you need to be able to shorten stride to be able to pass or allow somebody to pass. You need to lengthen to to actually do the pass, even if your focus is to be very steady. So a little bit of lengthening and a little bit of shortening happens in the show arena. It happens a lot in the trail. The ability to be able to lengthen and, and shorten stride in a group of riders is critical for the overall harmony of the group. We all know that there are horses out there that positively, absolutely think they need to be in front. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has this. Everybody's seen it. That horse can learn through dressage training how to shorten stride, lengthen stride, shorten stride, lengthen stride, and that rider can teach that horse to walk out a little bit, be comfortable, shorten stride for three or four steps, but don't hold on to it. Don't, don't hold on to it so long that that horse starts to fret. Then release it, allow him to lengthen, then shorten stride a few steps, allow him to lengthen, shorten stride again. After a while, the horse will get tired of lengthening and shortening and lengthening and shortening and lengthening and shortening, and, and, shortening, and he'll elect the shorter stride to stay with the group. It helps prevent jigging.
1: That is really, really handy because there's nothing worse than going on a long ride with your friends and sitting on the jigger.
0: Yeah, it's so, so uncomfortable. Oh, yes. And, annoying. and the, the same thing happens with the slow horse who allows everybody to lag behind. You don't want to allow him to be left behind. He may be perfectly happy back there, but you're not. So you need to lengthen stride, but you don't need to lengthen stride and hold a minute. Lengthen stride three or four or ten steps, then allow him to go back to the slow walk and lengthen him again, allow him to go back to the slow walk, lengthen him again, and pretty soon he'll get tired of you asking him to lengthen them and he will start to perk up himself and stay with the group. It's, it's critical. Everybody needs to know how to lengthen and shorten.
1: Very good. Again, a super-duper handy tip, Robin. Well, there you go. For more tips on improving your riding skills and your horse's performance, whatever the discipline you ride in, just go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the topics drop-down menu on your left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horsetip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been Fleeceworks. Ask for Fleeceworks TheraWool pads at your local tack supplier, or you can visit them online at fleeceworks.com. Your horse and your wallet will thank you please stop by the horse tip daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics. You'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the horse radio network through iTunes or zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod zoom or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip.